What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Welcome to the Virtual Homework Podcast. Yeah. Everybody. we're What? I... Hey guys, welcome to the virtual homework podcast. You you missed like the seventy seconds I like, cut out of me just like saying random gibberish, trying to have a good intro. I try too hard. I'm willing to admit that. But I just um, kind of try to not sound like Christopher Walken every time. That's my goal. That would sound way better. Like so, the thing is, I edit out all your pauses, so it's basically one nonstop sentence. Like for your entire. So it's like, I, 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 yeah, it's like. Yeah, have you seen that clip of uh, Matthew McConaughey talking about his time in the Marvel universe? No, I have not. This is the first time for me in the Marvel universe. Oh, sorry, Owen Wilson, not Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Like that that is like legitimately like that's, that's not a joke. Like that's how they edited it. And it sounds so yeah, but that's how you sound every single podcast. I'm like Dana's like, I think about this game. This is my opinion. That's, that's why my eyes are like Yeah, that's there's no other reason. Uh all the jump cuts that happen from from like my face to like it's on this side of the screen and that side of the screen, if you're watching on the video podcast, that's all actually natural. I've mastered the art of teleporting and I've used it to make weird-ass podcasts with my boy. But I just wanted to say I'm excited because personally, I kind of think that like we're eventually going to run out of games, right? They're, games are produced... What are you a, talking <laughs> about? There's like there's like literally infinite games. Like there's like... We do I a podcast a week, usually. Sometimes we skip a week. And last time I checked, there wasn't... Like a, a games come out like once a month or so. There's There's... Games are not released at the rate of once a week. So, like, in the next, like, couple of decades, we're going to run out of games, right? Do you want to know how many video games there are? I'm going to guess, like, 55. No, that's way too low. 175,000. 1.181 million. I feel like... On Steam alone, there's uh, 33,000. On the App Store, there's 811,000. I feel like it's weird to qualify. Like, what what is truly a transformative work? Like, there's probably, like, Sudoku and then, like, Sudoku 2. Like, basically just, like, a bunch of games that are, like, exactly the same. But, I mean, theoretically, there are a lot of games. But we'll probably get through most of them at some point. But I just wanted to say, I'm really excited. Did you hear the news? What news? He's... You have a face like you're you're like pre upset. I was gonna say, I, are you? I was gonna say, are you like the bird is the word or some shit that makes me want to like yeah. end my life in a video game? Soldier Boy announced he's buying Atari. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, he said he's buying Atari. That's completely unsubstantiated, and I don't know. I trust Soldier Boy. The Soldier's Games console is apparently it sold well. Yeah, the, yeah, because it's Soldier Boy and it's a meme. But now that Soldier Boy. <laughs> Now that Soldier Boy is at the helm of Atari, we're finally gonna get a good output of games that we could we could use on this podcast. When's the last Atari game we played on the podcast? Um, what does Atari even own at this point? Like, I want to like see like their like what's their Soldier Pong? Like, Soldier Pong. Like, I, I want to see like a, a Mario ripoff. It's just Super Mario Galaxy, but with Soldier Boy as the main character. <laughs> I mean, have you seen like, what, like Soldier Quest? The the Soldier Quest. It's it's a random YouTube video. I saw, I, I saw Kanye's Quest. That's a good game. I just was saying, like Atari. That's one company that, sure, they're a little off their wagon. They're trying to like come back and make this like they they're trying to make like a Atari Mini like, but it's way too late. Like no one cares about the SNES Mini anymore. But they're no. off their wagon. It's an underappreciated console, like the Atari 5400 and 7800 series. Just like I'm sorry, the Atari sucks. They're vi- like the, the games like actually aren't don't hold up and are not that fun. Well, you've never played an Atari 7800 game like Gradius. Like legitimately Atari 7800 Gradius looks dope. But I just wanted to say, yeah, from one underappreciated console to another, what do we play this week? <laughs> We played another Saturn game. Uh, we got I was Saturn so, Fever. I was so tickled by the Sega Saturn list last week that I decided to pick something that I've genuinely wanted to play ever since I was a little kid. I used to go to Sears with my mom like in the 90s, and I would see a Saturn with the demo of this playing. Like You couldn't actually play it. It was just like a video demo, and I was like, holy shit, that looks so cool. I want to play it ever since. We played Nights into into Your Dreams, Into the Dreams. Night, I forget what Nights it is. Nights into Dreams. 
Nights into Dreams. I was wrong on both ends. And want to know the reason is, why you probably wanted to play this all the time as a kid? And sure, why? because it looked dope and because it's a well-received game at the time and whatever. There's actual legitimate reasons to want to play this game. But I was looking into the history of this game. This game had a $10 million marketing budget in 1996. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And no wonder I wanted to play it. It just <laughs> looks so cool because like the yeah. commercials would be like, like you'd be like flying through all these rings like all crazy. You're like super fast. All right, I'm like 10. I have ADD. Fuck. Yeah, I want this. Yeah, exactly. And like I also wanted this, but that's I was a little... 1996, Saturn was a bit too old for me but i was just eh, that's not true because snes was my first system but um i wanted to play this game because i played a bunch of sonic adventure uh which had a knight's pinball mode in the game Mm -hmm. and i was like this looks dope what is this but talk about this game a little bit what is this so this is actually quite a confusing game at first so basically the concept is is you pick either a boy or girl and then you go into uh a dream or something like that and then the stage consists of as soon as you get into the stage you're you're as the girl or boy uh, a bunch of monsters come and attack you and steal your gems and then you need to turn into the knight or something like that uh some flying jester looking thing and you need to get your little gems back and what you do is you kind of go across different stages within a stage you're basically on like a circuit uh, where you have to go and collect gems to break a Metroid thingy to go yeah, to it like, looks the like next a Metroid, stage. Actually, so um, legitimately, it, it is like very confusing. Yeah, legitimately, like you did a good job explaining the game there, but like this game is is like I I have it listed as. It's the bowling strike screen, the video game, like you know when you go to like the <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah. The, you're bowling and then like, it, it, it is like. like it is like hyper pop, the fucking video game. Like it just—it's completely nonsensical. Yeah, it, it's it's really indescribable. It, it's very unique. I I don't think there's really oh, any yeah. other games like in this genre. I, I I actually wasn't that into it as I, the, when I first played it, but like the more I played it, I'm like, I'm actually having a decent like I'm having a pretty good time. Like there's actually a lot to like about this title. Yeah, th- that's exactly what I thought when I first played it. Because first of all, like I wouldn't say it's like it hasn't. I, I was extremely worried when I started playing this game, and I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those games that was innovative, but that has ex- aged like extremely so badly. But I don't even think it's that dated. Like, sure, the graphics are, and the camera especially. Like, I was, like, oh, immediately yeah. Googling, like, this camera is bullshit. How do I fix this? And you can't, because, like, that's, like, it's how, early how three is, games, yeah. like, they were like that. But Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. this game has an appeal in a, in a way that, like, it makes you want to continue to play it, and especially because like the environments get cooler and cooler as they go on. They didn't oh, just yeah. run out of their ideas like in in, in the uh, immediate first few levels. Like I, I got I got used to the idea of this game potentially being fun. Well, when I initially started playing it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, oh yeah, what? absolutely. Like, what the fuck is this? And like, once you like figure out like what it is, what the goal is, and what you're supposed to do, and then you you start getting a little bit better at like doing that objective. Um, it, it's actually quite a charming game. Like it, it's like graphically, it's 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 whatever. It's super bright. It's colorful. The music is so cool. Like I love the music in this. Uh, and it's just like a it's just a fun game. Like I'm not saying it's the yeah. best game in the world, but it's, I had a lot of fun. Once you see that child eat shit from from falling in the air, so like yeah. The- the, the thing is, uh, <laughs> the gameplay is, like, it's separated into two sections, but it might as well be separated into one section, because, like, it's yeah. 95% you flying as this character knights, but if you, like, run out of time, because everything is timed, you, like, could go in a 3D plane and then, like, play as the child trying to recover back your flying ability. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like that was underutilized. I feel like they could have done a lot more. I didn't out. understand it at all. Like, there were, like, a bunch of, like, eggs you could collect in that mode, which just turned into the enemies or, like, monsters or flying things i didn't understand uh you can also collect uh some of the gems that you use to destroy the metroid thingy while in that mode so i guess it's like an alternative way to i guess do the objective because by destroying the metroid things you get uh one of the five gems you need to go to that stage's boss yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, it it's an interesting uh concept uh, as far as how the stage is laid out, you know, it's not just one stage. You're like kind of on like a, a 3D plane uh, of different tracks, and each gem is kind of like a revolution of the map. And every time you get that gem, you get put onto a, another track or revolution, which may completely change uh, how you experience the level completely. It may uh, change the camera. It may have like it shoot you out of a cannon and, and start like a different mechanic where you're like bouncing off things. Um, they, like there's uh, the 
gameplay is extremely varied. Uh, I guess not necessarily varied. I want to say it's more so a lot of the same, but how they uh, innovate on that concept is just like it's done over and over how they're innovating it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm willing to say the gameplay is varied, and like this is like during the time where varied gameplay was like acceptable. Like you, you could have like kind of like when I think of like Sonic Adventure, which this game is made by Sega Team. I kind of forgot to mention that this game. Yeah, is Yeah, you can definitely, you can definitely feel that, especially like how fast you fly sometimes. Yeah, no, this this game feels like a Sonic. Uh, like it feels like a sonic bonus screen a lot of the time like uh yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good way to play it so. yeah but yeah like sonic adventure was was very well received at the time but like now you're playing it you're like this game is an absolute clusterfuck what are they trying to do and like when you realize that it was definitely just a demo for the capabilities on the on the dreamcast like you feel a little bit better about it but like games don't really they games now try to take one thing and excel at it like at the absolute like core while like i feel like games in like 1996 or like the late 90s were extremely experimental and varied in their mm-hmm. gameplay and this this fits the bill i i do think that there's a lot of sections in this game that like they don't really work super well but i'm, I'm able to forgive it actually how far did you get in this game because uh one of the I, most i beat i beat three stages on both sides and i could not get farther there's like this boss that shoots cards it's like super bullshit and i just did not have very much fun with it yeah i i either first tried the bosses or like i just got frustrated to the point where i was like i'm looking up a guide because i wanted to beat this game i actually i, I complain that this game is um too short this game is like legitimately a two to three hour experience, like at yeah. the core. I mean, I guess the other Saturn game we played was also a two to three hour experience. So I'm hoping. It seems that- like a lot of these uh, early 3D games for like it seems like Saturn and Dreamcast games. They seem like they're all like tech demos. They're not like fully fleshed out games. Which if you look at like the PlayStation or other early 3D consoles, like those are more like fully fleshed out experiences versus these just feel like tech demos like as far as like how long they are well i i think that we've also just picked bad games for that like i I, there are definitely like panzer dragoon saga like first of all these these are both relatively early into the life cycle of the saturn i i I forget the exact history but like 1995 when panzer dragoon is one of the first games on the system and like it's also coming from an environment where like the only 3d games are arcade games so like you're kind of having an arcadey feel to your Mm. your 3d experience so i'm not like super upset about it but i just wish there was more game and i don't know i beat the game uh, i so the thing is i was actually kind of frustrated because the scoring system in this game is really really not intuitive and like even though the no. game is time-based like the way that you get a high score is by like actually wasting time and like going through the maps multiple times so you need a c or higher on every single stage to unlock the end game and uh, honestly i oh, I, I, think I, did not know that. I think it's worth it to um because the four stages yeah you couldn't do them unless you got to see on all of them and like i think i had a couple d's so i had to go back and play them but i think it's worth it because the last stage was pretty fun and honestly the cutscene at the end is like hilarious because like they start like they have like 3d cutscene graphics from like 1995 that looks so terrible and it's just like i sent you like this image of like it, it reminded me of like the end of evangelion because i'm in an evangelion mood because the last movie just released and it was just like what the fuck am i watching right now it's like a 20 minute cutscene at the end of just like random bullshit i didn't even know there's a plot to this game yeah so like the the last cutscene for this game is absolutely ridiculous so i recommend finishing it for that regard but like i don't know i just i wish there were more stages I, the thing is i am proud of myself in that like i was actually able to complete a game for the pocket i guess i did two two weeks in a row saturn games mm-hmm. for the win i'm a big fan apparently but uh, i mean i don't mind these like shorter games that are just like fun experiences for like what they are like you know i don't mind that but like when i'm thinking of like someone buying it the thing is why does it even matter when i i, I shouldn't even think about buying this game in 1996 like no one is going to be buying a saturn game in this stage because like the games were no. like 70 dollars at a minimum and it's like yeah they're gonna you're gonna emulate this we we emulated too the thing is like I mentioned that the cutscene graphics were absolutely terrible. The funny thing is, this game, one of its main selling points was that it had amazing graphics for 1996. Like, when you compare this... For 1996. Yeah, compare yeah. compare the graphics here to Mario 64. And I would say this is, especially the backgrounds, they're significantly more detailed than Mario 64. So, so this is more detailed, but this is actually one of the, my huge problems with the game is because it's so pixelated and they're trying to do so much detail with limited graphic uh capabilities they have that I, I frequently like have difficulty understanding where i am um if that, if that makes sense like this is totally a game that i feel like if i had a remaster this would probably be like in a top game of mine i think this game could really use like a modern remaster and so there is be awesome Ooh, it's on, is it's it on really? steam yeah also this game came to playstation 2 really yeah 
We just Fuck, why did we play version. this version? Because I know oh, the Saturn God. version. It's the one that people like remember fondly. Because like, well, I'm, no I'm surprise, no surprise. Retroactive reviews of this game are like, yeah, it's it's flawed. It's not it's not like a Mario. <laughs> no, but like it, I it definitely feels like like almost like a Sonic game. How you like going super fast? Um, it it's unique enough to keep you interested, and um, I actually don't mind it being that short because it's like, oh, this was fun. I don't. I feel like it didn't overstay its welcome. If that makes sense. Want to know? So you keep saying that it reminds me of a Sonic game. Want to know what this reminds me of? Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> Which makes sense. They're by the same guy. Balan Wonderworld is like an obvious sequel to this game. Like legitimately. Like it's an obvious spiritual successor to this game. That's you, the, actually the, horrible. The knight's character is obviously Balan Man. I don't know his name. I don't care. Balan like, Man? <laughs> I, I don't, do you know? It could de- I have definitely no be that fucking clue. The, he has the big top hat and like there's the jester outfit. Like the, the Knights Man is Balan Wonderworld guy. And like the thing is, like I kind of understand that like on the surface, Balan Wonderworld and this game have like similarities. It's a whimsical universe where mm-hmm. you have this like random nondescript uh, hero that's gonna save everyone, and you have kids uh that are like what, getting what saved are they by this guy what are they saving like what's the story of this fucking game like the story just, of this like, game yeah. is that you have a night they have something called nightmare land and you have like dr xanadu or something insane and he's like trying to infect people's nightmares to or get people's dreams like get the dream energy and he's turning them into nightmares so that's that's the plot of this game legitimately uh two things i don't feel like we talked enough about is for one uh the we talked a little bit about it how varied the stages are like um like the different mechanics and stuff like that i really like the it was like soft museum you like bounce off like the walls and floor yeah the walls were like parallax like like moving around and stuff like it was super super cool that's that's what i was gonna we we mentioned this a little bit in our graphical discussion but like the level of detail i think that's where it excels for a game from 1996 where like things have a lot of character that you wouldn't expect like Mm -hmm. you look at a pipe in mario 64 it's just like it's a cylinder and like it's a, it's a pipe yeah but it just looks like a cylinder while like this game like the stages like actually like they look like taffy. they like warp yeah, yeah. it looks like taffy like they warp around like you change your angle like over and over like where your character like the plane of existence your character is on it's constantly changing you're going up you're going down you're just, like circling things like it's like it's it, it's really quite enjoyable i think i might actually play the uh remake on steam if it's not it's like a, seven bucks something or no i i don't i can't I, tell I, you the price but i remember it was pretty cheap because i was thinking about, i was thinking about doing it because i i was like an overachiever this week and i actually beat the game like a couple days early and uh i just i was like you know what maybe i'll try the remaster and see how it is but we'll take that for another day maybe maybe for next week you'll you'll pick the remaster for this game what did you think about the like the music and stuff like that and like i thought it was good you're like you've been you've been a sound design connoisseur for like the past couple i'm i'm not it's not a call out but i feel like you've been like really emphasizing the sound design for like well the it's past like for me days. that's like for these old school games like that's like it's so impressive to me that it like for sound and music to sound so good like 30 years ago almost you know like that that's to me that's that's awesome yeah it's a testament of how good it is there are some like i i listen to video game music all the time and like there are many video game soundtracks especially on like the snes era that mm-hmm. like they they they're better than stuff that's made now like just straight Final up fantasy mystic quest has some really good music and like it's all like random games too like i know that like most people know this from a uh, Mario hack called Jump at this point, but there's like a random soundtrack for the Asterisks and Obelisk uh, TV show game on Super Nintendo that like has a really good track. Like it's called The Mountain. Shout outs to the Mountain on Asterisk and Obelisk. Yeah, for sh- shout outs to the Mountain. Yeah, Mount Everest. We want you on the podcast next week. <laughs> Get in touch Yo. with our agent. Yeah, we're we're speaking to giant craggy beings. I like to think that you said beans instead of beings. Because we beans. haven't had enough bean-related content. Like, honestly, we haven't had... Like, we used to be a bean cast. We used to talk about Killer Bean, and now we haven't I'm had a, it. I'm a, I'm a fake beanaholic. Like, I go to Chipotle. I don't even get beans in my burrito. That's I don't like, fucked I don't, up. Yeah. I will I'm say, f- I'm not a huge black bean fan, and that's... Wow. I, good Sam, thing is, I, Sam is canceled. <laughs> I, I'm not a big black bean fan because I feel like black beans overpower everything. I'm just powering through this conversation. I made it worse for myself here. Um, no, like legitimately, like I, everything, when you ha- put black beans in it, it just tastes like black beans. So I get Pinto. I don't, I don't like beans. Like I'm in general, I, I think 
Uh, I don't like beans. I don't like the idea of beans. It just you don't like the idea of beans. Well, it's just like fucking saucy like things. Like it it doesn't sound good to me. Like a bean's like a seed, right? Yeah, it's like saucy seeds. Like sounds terrible. It sounds delicious. Okay, I wanted. Speaking of terrible, I really just want to emphasize how much I was reminded of Balan Wonderworld while playing this game. You didn't have any connection. I, I guess I didn't notice it. It's literally the same guy. Yuji Naka made nice. No, no, and it, it makes Balan sense once you start once you start looking at the kids and then like look at the things that you're flying around with. Like, there's a lot of like parallels. Like, sure. there's that whole quick time events sequence in Bell and Wonderworld where it's just like a dude flying around like, during. <laughs> yeah, but he's also like doing like circles. Like, uh, we we didn't really mention that one of the mechanics. Like, you're supposed to like trap things in your circle trail. It's really hard to explain. Like, we can't really. This is a weird. We could talk Play this about game. Yeah, we could talk about our opinions on this game, but we can't really describe. This game, it's it's like trying to. It's it's, it's like, like racing movie. and not and you should probably play it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so. I I think I would like. I know I complained about the game not being long enough, but I think that the shortness of the game means it's not not too much of a commitment. Just play it. It's not yeah. that hard. I'm actually really happy that it didn't uh, outdate itself. Like, there's there are definitely things about it that are feel outdated um, or don't date themselves well. Because I remember that was a point you were talking about. You're like, oh, th- you're. I-, I was like, oh, I'm so excited for this, and you're like, don't get too excited. I, I hear it's pretty dated. Yeah, I I was worried that like both of our like because. Obviously, you have, like, an ideal version of, like, what you think a game is going to be versus when you play it. Like, and, and you've had it since, like, child. you've had this for, like, 20 plus years. Like, you've been, like, yeah, I, like, I, straight up, this like, game looks like so 20, dope. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this game at least lived up to expectations. Like, I wasn't, I yeah. wasn't, like, looking for a life-changing experience from, like, a 1996 Saturn no, game. No, it, 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 I'm not going to say it's, like, in my, like, even favorite games ever, but it, it definitely was, like, a cool experience. So I'm yeah. happy we played it. I'm happy I I checked it off the the list. Never the have list. to play Knights again. I probably won't. <laughs> that's that's how There's it is. So, yeah, we were always like, oh, we're gonna go back and play this. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm, I'm immediately after this podcast, I'm gonna play Final Fantasy till like two in the morning, or actually not play Final Fantasy. I'm remember, actually just gonna list items on the market and then surf. Remember when uh, we were gonna play Lord of the Rings online? I have it. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for you, man. How come you never asked me to play Lord of the Rings online? I did like twice. You're like, okay, man. I mean, dude, you ever play the Wingspan app? No, they apparently. I thought you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say Pilot Wings. It was Pilot Wings sixty four? I want to play more Nintendo sixty four games on this podcast. We haven't played like any. Was the last one Mischief Makers? Yeah, we have picked like no uh, Nintendo sixty four games. Yeah, there's a game called Pokemon Snap. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. You're next. You're a little. Ha! Ha! <laughs> I actually got owned there. Can I ask you what's your favorite soda? Like just if you just had like like a, just like a generic soda. Um. So the thing is, when you say generic, you mean like flavor of soda. You don't mean brand. I guess like if if there was like something that'd be like at like a a Burger King or something, or like McDonald's or something like that. Well, my soda. actual favorite soda is very specific, and it's something that you're not gonna know. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna give backstory, but then I'll give a more less bullshit response. My favorite soda is Dr. Wells. And you're like, what the fuck is Dr. Wells? Is that a Dr. Pepper knockoff? Technically. But it's by the Dad's Root Beer Company. So I'm not sure if you had Dad's Root Beer. I love Dad's Root Beer. It's like a top three for me. Yeah, Dad's Root Beer is the best root beer company. I'm not sure if you... Yeah, you haven't seen... There's been like a A A&W versus uh, Mug Root Beer War on Twitter. I guess you've missed that, sadly. I'm sorry. Versus uh, Mug? Mug's Root Beer sucks. A&W is okay, unless it's come from the tap. Barks is better than both of them. No, I think. Sorry, it was Barks versus Mug, but I a, a mug, yeah. mug sucks. Like Mugs is literally the worst root beer. I I genuinely don't have enough skin in the game for this conversation. Uh, no, Dad's root beer is my favorite drink. Dad, Dad's root beer is the best of all those. But Dad's that's like a boutique brand. Like you're not going to see that at like most grocery stores. That's like a little bit more fancy. But in Chicago, in Chicago, you do. Yeah, but I think it's also a Midwestern brand, and that's why. Yeah. Um. But so. Dad's root beer makes Bubble Up, and they make a Doctor Wells. Those are two. Ooh, not- Bubble oh. Up are pretty good. Yeah, so Doctor Wells is just—it's like the best version of Doctor Pepper. So I love that soda, actually. And then like, I'm a huge cream soda nut. Okay, that's if I see Ooh, cream soda at, at a, I love cream soda. Yeah, that's that's my actual answer to your question. Where were you going with this? Do you remember when I was ta- remember when I was talking to you about soda, and there was like a really good um soda brand i said that was really good that had really good cream soda do you remember what the name of it was i don't 
but the fact that you don't remember what it is is a little concerning for the, Fuck. the quality I'm gonna of go, the soda. I'm going to go to work tomorrow, and then I'm going to tell you to buy it. It's really good. I was going to say, um, Sprite is very good. That's Yeah, I Sprite is my go-to because they never actually have cream soda in the fountain drink. Like I, I actually didn't really like Sprite too much until like this year, and then I'm like, I have a case of Sprite in my, in my shit because it's like, damn, I can really like go a for disease. a Sprite right now. I got a, I got a like, bad case of Sprite. It's like so refreshing, and it's not like heavy like a Coke. Well, the thing is like... They have to, this has to be intentional, right? So, like, every single time you go to, like, a restaurant or anything, like, there, there's, like, the water thing, but, like, people obviously, when they don't want water, they'll, like, sneak and, like, try to get a, a not water beverage from the fountain drink. Like, the Sprite is literally usually right next to or, like, the, the same one you press they the water literally, They literally know you're doing it, though, because it, it, like, it, like, fizzes and is loud and, like, has a completely different noise and, like, smells. Like, it's, they know you're... Stealing. Well, okay, no, like they they know if they're paying attention. I feel like they're honestly probably a little too busy if you're at like a Chipotle. They or know every. I promise you, they know. Every no, but what time. I'm saying is like I feel like they intentionally do that to like like the people who are stealing because like soda costs like two cents. Like it, it is legitimately so cheap to get that like sugar for for the fountain drink thing. Like the the actual cost of like maintenance. That's that's the that's the significantly bigger impact in a, in a fountain like have you, have you ever had to clean a fountain soda machine probably not yeah you it sucks oh you work in food no i just know how much it sucks i it, have to like take the rings out and so stuff like bad. that it sucks so bad and i that's that's that, that's actually time. my that's my go-to way to know if a restaurant is good or not is i go to the soda machines i take a napkin and go around the inside rings and if you get gunk that means they there's probably super nasty shit in the back fuck it I, especially in covid times fucking insane person just like wiping off all the soda machines got I a mean, little karen I, in the making i love <laughs> fast food and i like finding little cool spots so it's like cleanliness is like i may be like a degenerate dirty scumbag but it's like i like clean things you should so. be a health inspector for like fast food restaurants that would be the perfect job for you <laughs> boss dana coming in be like i gotta taste this burger see if it, it's up to my standards and then like you're just wiping down the employee's grease on their face I, I need to delete this minion thing i just keep looking at it yeah well no one knows what we're talking about right now <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i don't sprite even know. is good sprite is great thank you for the food we ate sprite remix dude are you gonna get that hades switch controller no like so it says power a switch controller what does that refer to i don't i don't understand power a i'm going to assume is a oh it's a power a enhanced wired controller for nintendo switch so i think it's just like you know how like there are companies that like it's like it's the same thing but better it's like a slightly better version of the switch pro controller or oh wait no i'm just an absolute idiot even though it looks exactly like a switch pro controller it is like a Mad Cat's controller. It's $27. Oh, yeah, this looks like shit. Wait, this news sucks. Why are we talking about it? I, <laughs> this news like, does yeah, suck. Yeah, like you, you link this and I like I just saw like a Switch Pro controller with like official Hades art. That's cool. But no, this is just like random third party company releases Hades controller that looks with pretty le- cool. With like less, with his lack of a few functions found on Nintendo's own Pro, pro controller. Also, like the fact of the matter is like you have a Switch light so it's not like you're getting another controller anytime soon no i i'm probably getting a another switch for christmas though so i forgot to tell you i got a new controller for my switch so i actually could use it now that's nice. right that's right i got like a gift card for amazon I'm like i'm gonna spend this on something useful instead of like bullshit that i'm never gonna use like this massive synthesizer back here that's right i'm bragging <laughs> um but i am jealous cool colors Oh no no! I I always I get I get the sleek black. I actually I I was considering waiting to like get the uh, white controllers with the new OLED switch, but like those are impossible to find. You're not gonna find them. No, you're no, yeah. you're gonna have to pay like a hundred dollars a piece for them. If if you are getting, I mean, like I obviously you can't choose your gifts. If someone is getting you a switch as a gift, then you can't like I I don't know if that's the case or you're just getting one around Christmas time for yourself. But hypothetically. Would you are you like a ride or die new OLED or or, or nothing? No, I, I don't care at all. 
Really? I just want. I, I honestly just would, uh, want to get one that I can hook up to my TV because there are just so many games on the Switch that I love. But I feel like I would love it so more, much more, being able to hook it up to my TV. I I can see it. There's there's really no. I, yeah, there is. That's the whole point of the Switch Lite. There's no like external out, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I love there. I love my Switch Lite, and it's very enjoyable to play, like lay in bed and stuff like that. But sometimes I just want to chill back on a controller. The Switch Lite and, is know. unbelievably cheap. Like two hundred dollars is like so cheap for a console like when you it's it, it. it's not even like like just i don't even consider a handheld it's like a full-on console like it's it's actually insane the technology well i think that you should probably get the you are literally you're literally the like only person who is justified in getting a new model switch so yeah i mean like it. i i mean the oled is cool but it's like it's to me it's like yeah. well it's more about the they got a cool stand now even though i never use the stand wow Oh, you I, have an OLED switch? No, no, that uh, no one does. If I had one, that'd be so sick because they come out in October. But I w- want a fucking Steam Deck though. That shit looks dope. I've seen people play it and it looks super cool. Well, you should have pre-ordered it because now it's like if you pre-order it now, then like it's gonna you're gonna get it like late 2022. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Production issues. I mean, like this thing behind me was like delayed for like three months, even though I bought it on time because of like terrible production issues. The world is still falling apart. If you forgot, if you were having fun in your life production for a second, issues on everything. Yeah. I work in an industry with uh, where we are buying seventy million different toys and games and puzzles, and it's all on back order. We're probably not going to have it for Christmas, dude. Uh, there's a spider on my wall, and I'm terrified. Um, we ordered like a hundred thousand dollars worth of puzzles in February. We're still waiting for them to do the production issues. We cannot get airsoft guns at all due to pr- uh, production issues. It is insane. Dude, holy, holy shit! Like I, I'm not gonna disclose where I work because I'm not as brave as Dana here. But I, um, like my my company has been like I feel like there was like some feedback that like hey we don't get enough stuff. Because, like, like, there was a period of time where, like, new employees just, like, weren't... Boring shit. Anyway, they completely overcompensated. And now they're, like, every other week I'm getting some random shit. It's like, I don't care about this. I, I'm like going to throw this... I got, like, a reusable straw and... <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, they're, they're running out. But, like, one of the things they got us, they got us custom puzzles with, like, basically the logo of the company. But the thing is, they mess it up so bad in that... It's like it's a thousand piece puzzle and the logo of the company is like it takes up the middle 25% and then it's just a black background for the rest of the puzzle. So I have a near like entirely b- just pure black puzzle and I'm like, trying so to so difficult. It's it's just it's not fun. Like I I've seen actually just pure white puzzles before or like Yeah, they like they like they like they like just puzzles you give as like a joke or like just people who yeah. do like puzzles they want like a challenge. It's not that it's challenging, it's that you there's literally no skill. You have to just say it's not this piece or let me try another piece and then you're just like going from pile to pile and it's just not fun and it's like I sure I I like my job but like it's making me think like hey, I I have bad memories associated with do this company. Do you have now. uh do you have it out right now somewhere you're building? I, I do have um so it was out but it was taking up our entire kitchen table so like i carefully like separated it and like placed it into like i basically have it disassembled but assembled so, in a way that i could easily get back to it do you like actually like doing puzzles i love puzzles but i always forget i love puzzles so what i'm going to do is i'm going to send you something Don't. that is puzzle related that will actually increase your enjoyment of them do you like um, chuzzles? I actually haven't played chuzzle yet. Yeah, will, that's though. right. Your friend gets you a video game and you don't play it. Because... Yeah, you were like drunk at like <laughs> like midnight telling me to fucking watch Ernest Goes to Africa 700 <laughs> times. And then you're like chuzzle and then... <laughs> yeah, so... chuzzle was not involved in the conversation at all. That was like a complete aside. This happened like 18 hours <laughs> ago. So like the fact of the matter is like I already forced him to play video games for one podcast. But you're going to send me something that makes me like puzzles. I guess. Yeah, so, okay, I'll actually just tell you what it is. So they make these things that were you... Headphones are out. Okay. Oh, my God. Headphones are out. And unless unless I, I get this before I start editing, I don't, I don't think something good is ha- going to happen, okay? No. The whole point of the gift, the art of the gift, okay? I'm I'm Donald Trump Jr. Jr., and I'm making my own book, The Art of the Deal. Fuck that. The Art of the Gift. And it's just about sending dope <laughs> shit and... Uh, There's still a spider on my wall. 
Are, is it scaring you? Are, are you going to like... So apparently, I had a spider it's on my neck today. scaring me. Literally about to sink its fangs into my neck, and like Angela flicked it off, and she was like, actually, she was more traumatized than me. So that could be you. That could be you in a second. I would actually be crying. Yeah, like I just like see your eye. It's like on your eye, and then it's like biting you up. Is that, are you wearing an Internet Explorer shirt? No, that was bait. It's always bait. Is it an Among Us shirt? It's it's a sussy sussy gorilla. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say. You ever just have one of those days at work where you're like, this was a very very fun day. Like I probably had one of my most fun days at work today. Congrats. That's like I I don't know what to say. Like I when everyone's like, oh you have one of those days at work. That's never a positive thing. But for you apparently it is. Well, so the owner of the company he messaged me like a week ago like, hey, do you want to go to the uh, anime? wholesale warehouse and pick some stuff out for the store and i was like yeah sure so we get there and he's like you have two thousand dollars to just pick out whatever you want for the store so we can get like 70 figurines and like 800 dollars in plush so i got like all these super super fucking awesome uh anime figurines you know like one piece uh dragon ball z uh i got some toho ones uh reincarnated as a slime demon slayer like all this really really cool stuff and they're super high quality and a bunch of whole pokemon plush and that was super fun and then uh i went home did laundry and then went to work and i basically spent my entire shift like building figurines and like displaying them in a display case to look super fucking dope it was like such a fun day well i'm a little jealous but i've never really been in like one like i'm not like trying to poo poo on you right now but i never really got figurines you know i mean i i'm maybe a little hypocritical because i used to have this clay bear i like i like navajo pottery that's oddly specific but I'm, <laughs> it's, like, I'm, it's like the same thing yeah i i guess it is a little bit but like i just i people are allowed to like what they like like i i i 100 think that but i i always like saw like. figurines as just i i can't get into them at all I mean, just like anything else, like you like Navajo pottery, people like figurines. I don't really collect figurines either. I like, I think one that's like a big busty booby lady, but that's about it. I I went through my big busty anime figurine phase when like probably like two. So you, but you, but wait, 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 you just said I don't understand figurines, no, as you said no, you okay. you used to ha- collect figurines. I didn't. I have like two figurines, and one's like busty Nami at, at like my my parents' house. The thing is, yes. like. When you go to like, so that's having a figurine, so yeah, you get it. No, why like, do you? It, it why did because, you have that? Because I'm trying to tell you, and you're just you're attacking me here. When I went to an anime con, or like the first couple years when I went to an anime con, I'm like, oh, I gotta buy shit at the at the booths because like that that was like part of the experience. That's like, what you did, yeah. And I, like it was it was more about me being like wrapped up in the anime con moment before I realized that like. All the stuff that they sell at anime cons is junk, unless you go to the artist alley, and even then, it's like not amazing quality. So I just stopped doing that. But uh, we're very lucky that this vendor—it's um, like a wholesale warehouse. They have extremely high quality stuff. You know, little statues. I think like uh, like ten inch statues, twelve inch statues. What's the best one? What figure? Um, hmm. Like some of the Dragon Ball Z ones are fucking so dope. Cause Dragon Ball Z, I guess, is a license is so cheap. They're significantly higher quality and bigger, and have more weight to them. Uh, at the same price point as like other licenses, which could be small and like cheap. I like unrelated. I I learned that like so. I was talking about Hot Wheels with someone in my Discord, and I know that uh, I, figurines are basically toys. Okay, I could make this tangent, but there's like. I was like, oh, do you guys remember the, the volcano Hot Wheels track? I had like, that. I had it. No, there's I that's that's not descriptive enough. There's like nine volcano tracks. I the original volcano track, the one that like flies out the volcano hole, goes through like a loop de loop and then like goes down and like goes in like a, a round. Like Yeah, but like that's ar- that's that's like basic shit. Like you could like it's like the evolution of the volcano track. Like there's one where like you go airborne oh and you have to do like a seven like foot drop to like another track. Yeah, that's the one I had. Uh, volcano. Oh, there's all these like bullshit ones now. Okay, is the volcano blowout set? It wasn't the one I just sent you where it has like the the massive loop at the top. Cause that was the most badass. One. Yeah, I was. Just, I this is the one I had. Yeah, this okay. was so cool. I had unbelievable toys. I was like super into connects when I was a kid. Did you ever get into connects? I like connects, but like I always wanted to make like the massive roller coasters, and like that those sets were like hundreds of dollars, and I couldn't understand why I my had, parents wouldn't do that. 
but I had all that shit as a kid. Like I, I literally like by myself built this. It, it took like an entire summer. Yeah, that's that's um, the one. The loop de loop connects. Like that shit was yeah. so dope. I can't believe like th- that you had it, and I'm jealous. I had I, a fantastic childhood. <laughs> my grandma had connects, okay? And, like, I would enjoy going to my grandma's house because I, I made, like, a bike out of connects, like, a literal life-size bike. Stop stop sending me dope-ass connects roller coaster. You're just going to make me I, I, I probably, I probably have, like, I have all this shit still. I probably have, like, several thousands of dollars worth of connects. This stuff was so fun to build and play I'm, with. I'm legit connects. jealous of, of your connect collection i guess i i feel like connects no actually no i feel like i read news that like connects was no longer a thing or like they changed the material and it failed yeah it it, i i don't know i i had a lot as a kid but my understanding is that it got significantly less quality and um that sucks i also had the big ass like crane i had this one yeah i i know every single like first of all for those who don't know connects it's like basically a legos competitor but who doesn't know connects but it's like life size. Yeah, I I thought connects were better than Legos. I don't, I don't know about you. I had both, but I like connects more. I was very like I used to like love building and taking apart stuff. The problem with connects, they literally had pieces that would physically like injure you because they were so hard to like put together. I mean, like, so did the, Legos. Well, like so, like on looking at the um at the roller coaster set, the original one, you see how like there's those orange pieces that look like the track is attached to it. You had to do like this um, sideways orange rod that would physically injure you. Trying to find find this tower I had. Oh, this thing. This thing was like literally eight feet tall. I built that. Okay, I actually, I do know what that, yeah, and you when you say literally eight feet tall, it was like bigger than an actual human being. Connects were dope. Let's bring back Connects. Nostalgia pod, okay. Um, uh, this actually is a story behind this. Um, so when my parents got divorced and uh, my mom was introducing me to my stepdad and stuff like that, and then my stepdad was introducing me to his son at the time, uh, I was like, I made this cool connects tower. Watch this. And I like turn it on, and then like I accidentally like the whole thing like fell apart and shattered, <laughs> and I started crying, and then he started laughing. Well, I mean, there, there you go, like. <laughs> decades of, of brotherly love i don't know no he does heroin now oh no I, i'm not gonna leave that in the podcast <laughs> no leave oh, it in. it's great oh no <laughs> i'm sorry that was 10 out of 10 man i actually didn't i haven't thought about connects in like so many years because this thing was so cool like the it was all like moving parts there's like a bunch of connects video games right oh have you ever played uh lego island like the the game I've, I've played a lot of lego actually i haven't played that many lego games in that one of my favorite games of all time it's like the only rts that i ever really enjoyed was lego rock raiders which i will have to play that sometime in the podcast it's really hard to play i think like it, it's like a early 2000s like pc game so like it actually doesn't yeah. run you have to get like a pc emulator which is annoying but uh lego rock raiders lego racers i think it was on n64 but also had a pc port i think i played it on the pc and then lego lego Harry racers Potter. lego racers is a dope yeah game. i, you I can enjoyed make, like soup like super insane like carts and then like just make them like completely horrible like giant bricks that take up the entire screen and then i racing. i just remember that like uh my library had video games like probably before most libraries had video games and i was just like i i rented can uh lego racers and i was just like this is the best game i've ever played and then like i never got it and now i bet if i played it i'd be like that this is a shit game that i'm glad i, I, I was get. very lucky that I, I had internet and a computer at a very very young age like 1994 probably earlier than that so it's like i had like a lot of those first games you know like like lego island uh i can't think of any other games right now did uh you did i ever talk about how my school gave us all playstations in like no grade? what the fuck <laughs> So in like second grade, um, what happened was like I went to a very nice school. They gave every single kid for summer break a PlayStation and quote unquote learning games called Lightspan. These are actually worth a shit ton of money. You'd play these games called like The Adventures of Google. Uh, look up Lightspan. Look, it I up. am. I'm, well, um, I'm looking it up. Price chart. Yeah, uh, you would get the PlayStation, get these learning games, and you had to play them. And then we would have like when you came back from summer break, you'd have like quizzes i'm like oh what do these characters do blah 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 they're actually like full motion video games like like the budget on these things must have been like super huge because they were quite ambitious and actually pretty cool but uh instead i would literally just uh rent jet moto 
Lightspan must be worth a fortune. How much? Guess how much it is. Like ten dollars. Eight dollars. Yeah. Well, no, there's like hundreds of games though. Yeah, I, 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 there's like this confusing like box looking thing. Does this look familiar to you? Probably. It's like a blue box with like a polygon on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it has a whole bunch of. There's like a million discs in there. Okay. Oh so. man, I. Th- I don't. Col- I try not to collect stupid shit too much, but that's something right there. I would love to have that. Like that would, would be so fucking cool to me. I would love to collect some PlayStation One games, but they're literally impossible to find. Like I want uh, Koro Koro Post Neen, which is like a it's a game about like this anime uh, male delivery girl, and it's like it, it's a weird ass game. But like they, it's not even that like it's so rare that like it sells for thousands of dollars. But like it just it just, it just doesn't it sell. Doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like. 90% of the PlayStation 1 library because people forget that like the PlayStation 1 had like 3,000 games or some insane yeah, amount of games. There's shit ton of games. There's just a ton of good games too. Um, PlayStation 1 is like a system that I feel like a lot of people were too young to really appreciate because there's there's an unbelievable... It has like, you know, one of the best RPG libraries of all time. So many platformers. You know, I, I, I could gush about the PS1 forever. So Yeah, well, I could gush about the Saturn forever, okay? Basically the same thing. I like... I'm I'm falling for the Saturn a little bit. Yeah, I, I like the Saturn. I mean, like the the thing is, it's I it's like bizarro playing, PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's a really good way to put it. But yeah, it's also I just like physical media, and I can't do that with a Saturn because I'm not. No, we're not incredibly wealthy off this podcast yet. Once we get not yet the OnlyFans going. Oh wait, we can't do that anymore. But no. once we get the OnlyFans going with non-adult content. Then that we're gonna uh, really take off. We're gonna get millions. <laughs> you feel good about that one? <laughs> I feel really good about that transition. That was a great was, transition. I know. I'm not gonna lie. It was ten out of ten. Well, but yeah, I saw the whole thing with OnlyFans. They're like, so it was weird though. They said they're not allowing uh, sexual content anymore, but they're allowing nudes and um, other like video like and stuff like that. It was, it was weird. Actually, if it's artistic, it's if it's yeah. Artistic I mean, no one's nude. like jacking off in the art museum. Like, and there's nude bodies. In you there. don't know that. Well, I mean, they're. It is frowned so, upon. It is. It is not a porn pornography theater. In that in just the seems art like a, uh, a a weird way to like. I guess it's getting rid of like all like the fetish shit that people do on there. It's probably just like oh, just naked, like tasteful naked pictures of people. I don't know. Well, okay. So the thing is, like, if I was the person who, so like, I'm just gonna say this is an idiotic business decision. The entire yeah. internet's ripped it apart. But if I was OnlyFans, which started as basically a Patreon competitor. And then my platform turned into a pornography platform. I would be horrified as, like, an employee. Like, hypothetically, I'm the CEO. That's one thing. I feel like a CEO could own it if they have one of the most popular platforms on the internet for anything at this point. Yeah. They could, even if they worked in pornography, they could probably get a job. Like, hi- hypothetically, the CEO of Pornhub could probably get a job as a, at a C-level company that's that's not related to pornography. That, he, not- could probably get, he, he could probably get a job, like, literally at, like, anywhere like i to be like the ceo of pornhub is like unbelievably prestigious i think you're drastically underestimating like no where I, you I, go with that. I i literally just said he could get a job anywhere maybe maybe you misinterpreted me there but uh, you said c level c level ceo like CFO, oh i thought yeah. I, I th- so when i when you say c level i thought you're not c tier yeah yeah that's what okay. i thought you meant i was like oh, jesus no, christ no, no, like industry terms here but okay um sorry obviously you're not the c level shit I'm I'm CEO of Picante Enterprises. Enterprises. I'm, that's that's I'm how you know I'm I'm really good at business when I can't I'm go on CEO enterprises. of this dick. I guess that's hopefully true. Hopefully no one else is <laughs> is managing that ship. Um, but this is a terrible, terrible business decision. It no, really, I gotta uh, I gotta finish my thought, and I, I I'm oh sorry for God. interrupting you. But like I could see at a C level, like running a successful online uh, business is is great. But like hypothetically, if you were like a founding software engineer for like OnlyFans when you're like, hey guys, we're gonna make a Patreon competitor, and then it's like, oh, I guess I work for a porn company right now because that was like a weird trend. I don't know how old OnlyFans is, but I'm just I I I, kinda... I, I could I could see like at a um, company level why that hurts them, but it's like it very much so parallels what happened to Tumblr. Like remember when Tumblr was like one of the biggest websites on the internet, and then they got rid of all the porn, and no one uses Tumblr anymore. Um, I think that Tumblr the it, it's overblown how much impact like there's still a sizable tumblr community now but yes it, it did have a massive impact to their uh website but the 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 thing is like we could we could talk about like the the business implications and say the exact same thing as everyone else but like i i feel like it's worth noting 
that they they say it's it's not necessarily due to the fact that like oh they just don't want to be that type of website they're just saying that they're having issues with like banking transactions because they have a adult content website and oh yeah and, which makes sense yeah which i don't know it makes a little sense but when you like think about it it's like no it's kind of a lame excuse there's definitely a lot of websites that are willing to or a lot of services that no, are willing the, to work with that correct but then it's like they have to move their whole operation to like maybe a different country and stuff like that and then it's like but and then b like they they also like have made some clarifications that like people aren't really looking at that i, I think that like it's gonna be like allowed but like quarantined in a way like right now it's kind of like blended with the other content like think about like yeah. hypothetically if they had an age-gated category on twitch or something like that i don't i don't really know i didn't look too much into it i'm not yeah cause, yeah cause that's, that sounds about right because i imagine if you go to only fans it's like you know like the minecraft youtuber is right next to like you know busty twat 420 like we know who who dana's sub to on only fans i've i've actually i've i've never been on only fans I've, I've actually i'm serious about that i've, I've never been to the <laughs> you website. Want, you, i actually have a, a funny aside for that so someone gave us a one-star review on google saying that i went into the store it was filthy and the employee was watching only fans is that you no, no one at my <laughs> store was watching OnlyFans because one, everyone is like too old to know what that is, or too young to like be ever pay for that. Like, what we would never pay for it. So, well, I mean, if you already got the review and the review's not going away, you might as well start. It's like at work, like, like it's it's, it's another thing. Like, they would have to be at like a certain angle to like. Like, at a glance, realize we're watching OnlyFans. So they must be, like, the ultimate connoisseur of OnlyFans. That's, that's like, um, yeah, well, not, I guess they're, they're close to ultimate. They're, they're definitely a connoisseur, but if they were the ultimate connoisseur, they'd be able to tell the slight differences from the OnlyFans web layout than whatever. You're probably on, like, Twitter or something. I Probably, I yeah. don't know. Dana is never on Twitter at his work. Well, now he's not, but he never was anyway because he so is a... So they're actually giving more... They're giving me more content. Like, day by day, I'm getting more content on my phone, which is really weird. Because I can still follow topics, so it's like... I know you got, I just like, can't like a human response. Did you ever actually get, like, a response to your that response? No. Okay, well, no. one so day... just waiting. One day, because, yeah, you're going to come back to Twitter and then, like, immediately post, like... I'm going to murder every single person who wronged me. I'm I'm just gonna like goatsy like actually, <laughs> just like um goatsy but with your face and the goatsy and be like guess who's back? No, and... I'm just like actually gonna. Oh, you're gonna do the goatsy. You're gonna make yeah, goatsy like, too. Yeah. Okay. That's goat-seer. not that's not against the rules. I think it's it's unless it's, qu- it's unless it's qualified as self harm. I mean, there will definitely be harm. To like everyone, I'll be harming myself. Like everyone viewing this oh, will be harmed. Okay, okay. I thought you were actually making a vague threat to, <laughs> <laughs> to your potential Twitter comeback. Oh no. Well, uh, I mean, honestly, if I got suspended from a platform like Twitter, when I came back, I just like wouldn't use it. I would like basically use it. Like I would never post a single thing again. I'd be too scared about getting. I, banned. I would. I will never respond to anybody ever. I will retweet funny stuff. I will like stuff. But I, well, I will never reply to people ever again. Think about all the content that is that is going to get missed out uh, from, from oh, Twitter. Oh, no. Uh, speaking of content, can I show off some cool stuff I got? Yeah, okay. Is this going to be a, a recurring segment? I th- is this our second time so in a row? This is, this, is, this is actually really important to me, okay? Okay. So, as people know, I am a Pokemon card collector, and I decided what I finally want to do with the hobby. My favorite Pokemon is Slacking. You know, he sleeps every other turn, and so do I. So what I am working on is getting uh, all PSA 10 Slackings. So right here, I have the Detective Pikachu PSA 10 Slacking. I bought it off eBay. It's nothing too crazy. There's like maybe six or seven in the world, PSA 10. But uh, the one that I splurged on and probably spent way too much money on is I have a 2003 uh, Reverse Hollow Foil EX Ruby and Sapphire slacking PSA 10. This is the only one in the world. I have a one-of-one PSA 10. Well, Um, like, only one until, like, another one gets graded, right? Well, yeah, until one gets graded to 10, but, like, like, a thousand of these have been graded, and this is the only 10. Because this is a card from 2003, so how many, like, 10 quality condition 2003 cards do you think are still out there? This was probably graded 10 years ago. I, I literally couldn't tell you, because I, yeah, I yeah. barely remember that Slacking was a Pokemon until you mentioned it. But yeah, this is basically my holy grail. I'm the only person in the world with this. 
uh, and it's really cool to me. Like this is uh, just like I, break it in half. Pl- please no. Um, just over if your I was, knee. If I was rich, I would like buy like ex- like black lotus and like rip it or like eat it. This we literally had a conversation. You're stealing my talking points at this point. I remember Fuck I you. had a whole segment about how I want to make a YouTube channel where I just ate black lotuses. <laughs> like you're like just piss off nerds. It's like yeah. black lotus eater 420 yeah because it's not it's it's one thing to do it once but to do it multiple times that's like like people, ever like beasts have like such have such fuck you money that you're like buying like graded ones that are like a hundred thousand dollars just to like crack open and eat well when you originally said like i i'm gonna buy all the slackings i thought you meant you were like gonna manipulate the card market where like literally no slackings around the market unless they were from you because like no I, no no i totally like when i was a kid i was like i want to have every copy of the game wrecking crew on the nes because i like the eggplant <laughs> man and now i realized like if i actually actually did that i'd just be like a really like everyone be like i want to buy this game but for some reason this like it went from four dollars to nine hundred dollars because this buy bought seven thousand copies of the game that actually happened with magic cards a couple years ago there's this uh thing where saudi royalty will randomly get really into a hobby and they'll just spend like millions and millions of dollars on it so what they did is they went to every single website on the internet and bought out like every single expensive magic card so like cards that were hundred went to four hundred, and like some of these cards like several thousand dollars a piece because like you just literally went to every website on the internet and bought them all. So I I'm conflicted because this guy like actually brought up a good point, but in, at the same time like he did the exact same thing. He like swore to like destroy. But there was this guy in the retro gaming community. I forget what game it was, and I forget their name. So maybe someone actually knows what I'm talking about. But there was a random Game Boy game that like it's so forgettable that no oh one it's cares. night 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 something I think. Yeah, but he basically said, you know what, I'm going to just manipulate the price of this. And it went from like a $5 game to like a $25 game, which isn't drastic. But like the fact that he was able to do that just by buying like yeah. a certain amount of copies, like it wasn't that, it wasn't unobtainable. If you really wanted to like, yeah, I guess he could flip them now. He could he could make that 500x profit. I mean, I'm literally the only person in the world who wants this card though. So maybe, I don't know. I I, I think it's super cool. Like, do you, can you say you have anything that's the only one in the world that's like yes. worth money? <laughs> that's chalmers well that okay well, posted on reddit idiot yeah i mean i let's see what else i have a limit i mean this is not the only one in the world there's there's 800 of these ever made seaman xmas dreamcasts um that actually is really cool that, yeah, that's like that's like cool though like that's yeah, actually like really cool why i spent way too much money on that so yes i agree it's cool um how much do you think i spent on this card I'm gonna guess six hundred dollars. Uh, a lot less. I spent only three hundred. Okay. Well, when when you said you spent too much money, I knew it had to be at least a hundred, but I also knew that like it couldn't be over a thousand because like that's just like they're they're spending too much money and then they're spending a reckless amount of money on a Pokemon card. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So super I was stupid. like, I, I mean, was... granted, there are cards I would spend a thousand dollars on, but like, like there's definitely PSA not this. ten this... graded Charizard, and it's like, hey, a thousand dollars. Well, no, I I don't collect Charizards. It it like there'd probably be like some sort I thought, of. Rock I thought it was like twenty five thousand dollars for a PSA graded Charizard. No, well, there's like eighty Charizards. What if it was like a really good condition, like Mew or Entei from the Pokemon Forever movie? The, the car, like you can probably you can probably <laughs> buy a PSA ten of that for like under a hundred dollars. Yeah, that movie was dope as fuck. Pokemon uh, I actually Forever. Have, uh, uh, I actually have one more thing uh, about Pokemon cards. I'm sorry. So the 25th anniversary set that's coming out in October. For those that don't know, this is the Pokemon trading card game 25th anniversary. Uh, The set is called Celebrations, and it's like, it's going to be the biggest thing ever. It's coming out in October. Now, what happened, though, is that somehow packs and cards from this set were leaked. Like, this is, like, a huge thing. They were found on, I think, Craigslist, and people bought them. People have been doing videos of them being opened, uh, and multiple people are in jail. Like, this is, like, serious. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, like, Im- imagine, like, uh, you being on, like, a work NDA, and then, like, you, like, selling something, that like, a work secret or something like that. That's well, basically I, what this is. I, I wonder, because, like, I, I have, like, bought in, like electronics or something like that where like i get it on release day but like in order for me to get it on release day and i order it online like it has to ship a couple days before like i wonder how many like of those packages that like 
obviously are like a product that like how many of them get like stolen before they actually like get yeah, like, yeah. There, there's a lot of ways to to leak so, something early but to how insane the pokemon card company is about this so it's like when you go to the factory to like the like to work there it's like you have to take off like everything you have to put on like a jumpsuit you have to put like your keys your phone like in a locked thing like they search you as you're going in and they do every the same exact thing as like you're going out like it basically sounds like a security clearance yeah, like 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 Pokemon straight cards. up. Well, I mean, there's so much money behind this. Like like some of these cards are five hundred, six hundred dollars a piece, and like to let that stuff out, um, people don't realize like Pokemon's the number one license in the world. It's bigger than Star Wars. It's bigger than Disney. Like it's it, it, it's all consuming. So uh, them being serious about that, it's a big deal. So um, it, it's interesting to see how this stuff got out. If we'll ever find out, but uh, my understanding is multiple people are in like big jail. Like. Big but boy old. jail. I mean, th- this reminds me of, like, I, I remember when, uh, like, I, I never did it, okay, but I downloaded Cheat Engine, and I was like, I'm gonna hack MapleStory, and I didn't do it. <laughs> I did not do it, so you don't have to hate me. But, like, I think I, I tried was, Kami once. Yeah, but I was just, like, re- like, there were multiple things that scared me off. I think I was also, like, doing it on a character that, like, I had put an effort into, and that's always a bad idea if you're hacking, but, uh, yeah. like... I would remember I was reading like the Korean government. Like, if you hack MapleStory, you get like ten years in prison. Like, they are yeah, so like, so serious they... about that. Like, holy oh, shit! Absolutely. Holy shit! Well, that's why all because all their games are like super pure. Like, they have like no hacking or like I mean like very low amounts of hacking and stuff. There like is that so much hacking in in MapleStory. At least when I was playing, I'm, I'm, what, I, I say so the Korean versions of these oh, games. I'm okay, saying. Like, yeah. in, in Korea, yeah, hackers, hackers. Speaking of PSA, though, this is actually kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if you pay attention to eBay or anything like that, but uh, one of the largest uh, sellers on eBay is PWCC. They're a card seller. What they do is they sell. You can go to them, and they will sell your cards for you via auction and just do it however long it takes, take a, a cut or whatever. And they were actually permanently banned from eBay or suspended or uh, like uh, very limited. And when I say like the largest card seller, like this this is like the largest card seller in the world. Like this is a major, major thing. What that's percent of sales uh, do you think are from them in the card market? Probably like twenty five percent. Okay, that's that's a big chunk. It's it's not like ninety percent, but no, no, no. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. Because there's a huge problem on eBay with shill bill, uh, billing, uh, shill bidding. God, I so can't speak either. Have, have you ever like it, this is a problem with auctions in general? Like, have you ever seen uncut gems? I have not. No. Well, there. Do you mind it? Like a very minor spoiler. It's not really uh, a spoiler. It's more that it's just like it's a very slight plot point from the movie. I kind of want to watch it. Okay, then I won't. Uh, anyway, like, yeah, like people hire other people to basically rack up the cost in an auction yep. all the time. And like they like at a certain point, like they might screw themselves because it's like, oh, no one's actually outbidding me. So now I have to pay all these fees associated with it. And like, they, yeah, but most of the time, like they they do it in a reasonable way. So like a person who was going to spend like $25 on a card might spend 35 because someone bid uh, 25 yeah. it's like I want to beat him yeah like this recently happened to me like I was bidding on a card I bid like $58 and I was at $58 up until like 10 minutes before the end of the the thing and my max bid was 100 and eventually it ended up going for 110 like immediately after my highest bid like 10 minutes before it ended and this is a card no one wants no one is asking for this stuff the last one that sold was in 2017 so i definitely think i got shill bidded there but um there's evidence that employees were shill bidding uh on pwcc auctions and so they're temporarily suspended uh which i i'm i'm conflicted about this because for one, it's like it doesn't make sense to shill bid to spend all this extra money to like bid up like cheap stuff. You know, they have enough cards on there that's like there's no way they can be like shill bid, uh, bidding, you know, on 10,000 different auctions, you know? Uh, the bigger problem is like individual small uh, sellers doing it, uh, which is something that eBay really isn't doing too much about. You really can't do anything about it, but it's hard to prove. Yeah. That Especially if sure. you're a small enough seller that, like, it's, like, not really done on a systematic basis. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm uh, sure that, like, the eBay is able to be, like, these users from these IPs are consistently doing it. But it, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I'm just more uh, interested in see how this affects the card market in general. I know this is, like, super boring stuff, but uh, it, to me, it's – I'm just interested to see, like, how prices and stuff goes because they literally have, like – 
a corner on graded cards. So this is it's time for you to start your own grading service. No, that is call, such call a terrible, the, terrible the Dana grading system. And it's like, well, they're not a grading either... service. They just sell graded cards. Well, no, when you you make the grading and then you also I don't know where I'm going. There's so there's so many terrible grading services out there. That it's just like it's either PSA uh, or BGS, and if you go to CGC, you're a little bitch. Well, how about this? The Dana Big Penis grading system, and if your card is good, it's called penis. If it's really good, it's called slightly larger big penis. penis. Yeah, it's yeah. It just <laughs> you want your card to be rated big penis, dude. I'm actually this actually really pissed about this. So there was a card that someone posted on TikTok. It was a graded card. It was called the Penis King. It was a Nido King holographic, but it had a penis etched on the card, uh, and it was graded. And usually, when you get stuff graded, if they see like stuff that's like carved on the card, they will not grade it. So this is like an insane thing to have. Uh, and I offered them five hundred dollars for it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to take it to auction." And I missed the auction and it sold four hundred. So well. I'm sorry that you don't have that. Just start like etching shitty cards. Just like start well, like. But they won't. They won't grade it. They won't grade it. They they, they, like, they straight up this won't. one. Like, this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like this is like a one in a million thing to get through. Like. Well, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like you could probably spend like, what's the cheapest card? Like that's that's not like a energy. Card it costs or it costs three hundred and ten dollars to get a card graded. Oh yeah, I mean I we we talked about the fact that like the line is like months long at this point to get your cards graded. So I could I could see that happening. Yeah. So well, S- what start else making you your happening? own start making your own penis card game and then get those graded and then you won't have to worry about like because it's going to be accurate so it's 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 like pokemon but just pictures of my dick with like different like hats on it i wasn't thinking just yours i was thinking like just a variety of dick no i'm just just gonna be mine i'm gonna i'm gonna buy like a (laughs) hundred penis hats I don't even know. If, like, can you actually buy a penis hat? Well, Google. Yeah, there. <laughs> the trusty... We've done it a million times. We're gonna Google it. Penis hats. Well, it's gonna come up. Like that's that's classic. On Etsy. On Etsy, they did it. Dick hat. You can buy like little sombreros for your penis. The world is yours, man. I'm and upset. I'm not saying to buy a dick hat. I'm saying that you could. It's probably like I'm just really entrepreneurial today. Start making dick hats. Go that direction with your life. Someone did. These people did. These people went that direction. They're like, you know what? What about I'm what gonna, about this? I'm going to go on the internet and say, oh, oh. For those who are thankfully, <laughs> the, th- the thing is, I wouldn't even show this on the video podcast, so you don't have to worry about it. But there is a um, if like imagine a glove for for your penis, and so it's just going down the shaft. Think of that graphic, and it, and now think about like a knitted one, like a crochet one, and then think of that crocheted as a minion, and it's a penis minion cosplay. I'm upset. I'm just upset. I feel great. He feels great, but I'm upset. 